So, I mentioned earlier, this is like one of the most unique, if not the most unique Easter celebrations since uh, the first one. And it's left a lot of people asking questions. And one of the questions that I keep hearing from Christians and unbelievers, seekers as well, is the simple question, where is Jesus? Uh, this is not new. This question is not new. Where, but, but I hear, where is, where is Jesus when this virus invaded a human being for the first time? Would he doze off or something? Where was he when my mother deserted me? Where was he? Where was Jesus all those nights when my dad hurt me? Where is Jesus when my daughter died? Where was he when my friend didn't die but existed in a coma for years? Where is Jesus when evil persons gain power in the governments? Where is Jesus when essentially helpless people gain power in government? Where is Jesus when I'm struggling to pay my bills? Where is Jesus when I'm seeking to be success and everything doesn't work? Everything falls apart. Where? Is Jesus where is he where is Jesus about 2,000 years ago a closely knit group of women thought they knew where to find Jesus uh, they watched his crucifixion on Friday afternoon they saw men put his lifeless body in a tomb they knew exactly where Jesus was but Luke reports that very early on Sunday morning, the women made their way to the tomb, carrying the spices they had prepared. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Joanna, and Mary, Jesus' mother. Arriving at the tomb, they discovered that the huge stone covering the entrance had been rolled aside, so they went in to take a look. Uh, we heard earlier in one of our Bible readings, I think they were relieved because one of the things they've been wondering is how are we, they knew where to find Jesus. He's behind a big rock and we don't know how to move it. But then they get there and the rock's moved. Excitement. They went in. But the tomb was empty. They thought they knew where Jesus was. The body of Jesus was gone. They stood there stunned and perplexed. Where's Jesus? Parents, you, you, you know this with, with your little ones. Uh, the, the moment they begin to crawl and toddle and, and walk, and they no longer are in the same place where you put them down, when you turn around and then they... This is what they were experiencing. We know we have saw him laid in this tomb. And dead people just don't get up and walk around. Where is Jesus? Suddenly, Luke goes on to say, suddenly two men in dazzling white robes, shining like lightning, appeared above them. Terrified, the women fell to the ground on their faces. The men in white said to them, 
Why do you look for the living one in a tomb? He is not here, for he has risen. In other words, you're looking for Jesus in the wrong place. They went on to say, have you forgotten what he said to you while he was still in Galilee? The Son of Man is destined to be handed over to sinful men, to be nailed to a cross, and on the third day he will rise again. Don't you remember? I'm just going to pause. Just think about this for a moment. As we read through the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they record Jesus telling his followers, his closest friends, over and over and over again, the day's coming, I'm going to go to Jerusalem, they're going to arrest me, they're going to try me, they're going to crucify me, I'm going to be dead, but don't panic, I'll be back. And every single time, I think it just went right over their heads. I know the first time Peter decided to take Jesus to the side and correct him. So you really don't know what you're talking about. You may be the Messiah, but you don't know how the Messiah is supposed to act, so let me tell you. He got in trouble for that one. I, I think that just shut down the conversation after that because everybody still agreed with Peter, but they didn't want to disagree with Jesus because, it, well, they'd get in trouble. So here come the, the, the angels saying, okay, don't you remember what he said? And Luke goes on in verse 8 and says, all at once they remembered his words. Leaving the tomb, they went to break the news to the eleven and to all the others of what they had seen and heard. But when the disciples heard the testimony of the women, it made no sense. And they were unable to believe what they heard. It made no sense. Dead people stay where you put them. It made no sense because... Well, they were women, and they just babbled. First century culture, I'm not saying that's true, that's just what they thought. Truth of the matter is, even in court, women weren't allowed to testify. They just didn't trust them. And yeah, here come these women, and they're saying, he's alive, he's gone. And all the guys are going, mm, yeah, right. But Peter, Peter jumped up. It tells us in verse 12, he jumped up and ran the entire distance to the tomb to see for himself. Stooping down, he looked inside, discovered it was empty. There was only the linen sheet laying there. Staggered by this, he walked away wondering what it meant. Can you imagine? Peter walking away from this empty tomb, scratching his head and wondering to himself, where is Jesus? Where is Jesus? Where is he when everything goes wrong? Where is Jesus when we're left scratching our heads and wondering, what is this world coming to? Why isn't Jesus where I thought he was? And where I thought he ought to be. May I make a suggestion? I'm just going to offer this up for you to ponder. But could it be that we need to hear the angels say to us, 
why would you look for the living one here? He is not here. He is risen. Well, what if we've been looking for Jesus in all the wrong places? I'm going to show my age. Some of you have never heard this song before. Some of you remember hearing it on an oldie station a long time ago. And some of you remember it from when you were growing up. And the thing that shocked me this week was when I looked up the lyrics, I discovered it's a country song. Me. Wow. Who would have thought? But there's a, there's, the chorus of this song goes like this. Some of you are going to recognize this, right? I was looking for love in all the wrong places, looking for love in too many faces. Now the song kind of documents this guy's search for true love and he finally finds her, the one he'd been looking for and found, realized he'd been looking in all the wrong places. Well, I think we can agree that we haven't found Jesus in our search for the reasons behind our pain and suffering. When we start looking for the reasons and going, why, 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 I think we're about as likely to find Jesus as women looking for his dead body in a cemetery on a Sunday morning 2,000 years ago. What if Jesus isn't found in our search for reasons or what if he's not even found in our neatly worded creeds and our answers? What, what if Jesus is actually found in our questions and in our doubts? What if our unanswered questions and even our doubts don't disqualify us from trusting Jesus, but actually make it possible to trust him? Instead, what if questions open the door to a deeper, richer trust and faith in Jesus? Some of you are uncomfortable with what I'm saying. That's okay. I want to point a couple of things out to you from the Bible. For one, if you've listened to me or heard me talk for any, at all, you know that I love the Psalms. And one of the things that I love about the Psalms are the questions. Pointed questions that flood the Psalms. Where are you, God? Why aren't you doing something? Are you taking a nap? It's in there. Questions flood the Psalms. So questions aren't the problem. Even asking pointed questions isn't the problem. It's a help. I also want to point out that about 40 days after the Sunday morning resurrection, when they went and found an empty tomb, and Jesus had spent time with them, that he, he met with them, ate with them, did miracles with them, taught them, explained things. Now, and said, you know, remember when I told you this, 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 this is what I was talking about. Oh. After spending over a month with Jesus, they went to a mountain with him. 
After a month of eating and drinking, hearing his voice, touching him, Matthew tells us when, when the 11 disciples went to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go, and they saw him and they worshiped him. Here's the line that catches me every time. But some of them doubted. So if you've got questions and doubts this morning, and you've never seen Jesus in the flesh, and you've never touched him, and you've never heard his actual physical voice, do not feel bad. Do not give in to despair or discouragement. These are guys who stood there, they were looking at, they were worshiping him and still going, I don't believe it. How can this be happening? Dead people stay where you leave them. And I know he was dead. And Jesus comes to his disciples and he says to them, I have been given authority, all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Now, I want you to notice, Jesus did not say, go make disciples when your doubts are all gone. Let's just be practical. That would have never happened. He's standing there right in front of them and they're still not able to believe completely. They can't even believe their own eyes. He didn't say to them, if you have questions after all that I've done for you, just go home. I don't need people like you. He doesn't say that. What he says is, I'm in charge. Go do something for me. Even if you have doubts and questions. I think that perhaps it's possible Jesus knows that thinking people how often have more questions than answers? Now, all of a sudden, I don't want to offend anybody who has all the answers. But some of us have more questions than we have answers. And I think that Jesus might know, knows that we might actually become discouraged and frustrated in our search because we have tempted to believe that we ought to have answers to every single question and no doubts whatsoever. And we might be tempted to give up in despair. But this is what I want you to remember. Jesus gives new life to our world-weary faith. When we have doubts and questions and we're all tired from all, the, all that's gone on, he comes to us and says, listen, it's okay. Ask the questions have the doubts, but we have work to do. There are people who need us. Let's get to work. See, we tend to look for Jesus in all the wrong places. We, and we, I really believe we need to hear the angels say, why are you looking for the living one here? He isn't here. So, a couple of things I want to suggest. 
First is don't settle, folks. Those of us who have questions and doubts should not settle. Don't look for Jesus in dead ends and cemeteries and in the world's brokenness. This world is broken. Why? We, well, we have some ideas, but listen, it's just a mess, and we know it. Don't settle for going, yeah, okay. Don't, don't settle. Don't look for Jesus in the church's neatly packaged party line solutions, regardless of what the party line is. It is okay to have questions. It is okay to have doubts. Do not settle for despair. Don't settle. Keep looking for Jesus. Look for him with others who are asking questions that no one seems to want to answer, let alone listen to. Look for him in your doubts. Look for him in your opportunities to love people the way he does because this is the... This is what I've, I've discovered for me. Is that he doesn't leave us. He promised that. He will always be with us. But he's often not where I'm looking. He's with the people who need him. And I need to go to them. And when I go to them... And when I invest myself in loving them like Jesus loves them, I find Jesus. So are you sick and tired of ignoring your questions and your doubts, just kind of stuffing them down and, and, and hiding them? Are you frustrated and stuck because you gave up looking for Jesus? Are, are you ready? Are you ready to dive in? to a deeper, richer trust in him. If so, I want you to do something right now. Click on the big blue button there at the top of the church Facebook page underneath the picture that says send a message. And when the message box comes up, just type in the word questions and send it. We're gonna reply a little later today with a request for your email address so that we can invite you to a six week, once a week, once a day, you know, one day, once a week for six weeks, short term gathering on Zoom, probably online where you can ask your questions and your questions and your doubts are gonna be the thing that shapes our conversation. If you're coming for answers, you probably won't find them. We're going to have a group called Questions About Jesus Group. And we're going to share together in our journey and our learning and our questions. I want to invite you, if you're sick and tired of being frustrated with your questions and your doubts and just living in a, in a, a swamp, send the message questions and you'll get a response and we'll take some time to talk about things let's pray Jesus thank you thank you for, for loving us even when we have doubts and questions thank you for putting up with us 
Thank you for always giving us the opportunity to say yes to you. Thank you for giving us something to do. Giving us a mission and a purpose in life that's bigger than just getting through until someday we'll be out of here. I pray this morning for those who have more questions than answers. I pray that you, first of all, will encourage them. Replace despair with hope. Hope in knowing you despite questions and doubts. Hope of seeing you. Being able to say, this is where Jesus is. hope that leads to confidence even in the face of our questions and our doubts thank you Jesus for living dying rising again and interceding and praying for us right now. Amen. So I just want to repeat a couple of things that you may have not have heard at the very beginning. Um, there is a link in the descriptions to joining the group Champions of Hope. I want to encourage you, if you've not done that already today, that you do that. Uh, whether you're new here, or not so new this is a new group on our facebook page and so you need to uh, click on that link to join it okay so appreciate that uh, and again if you have questions please feel free to click on the link send a button send a message click on the button send a message and send the word questions we will get back to you Thank you.